like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. Hey everyone, it's Heather. I know you're here to listen to the podcast, but did you know I also offer all kinds of online consulting services? Stuff like webinars, book studies, curriculum training and consultation, and even companion activities for podcast episodes to use for staff development. If you're interested, you can check out my website at www.thatearlychildhoodnerd.com or you can email me at heather at thatearlychildhoodnerd.com. Thanks for listening. Grab your highlighters. Can't find them? They're probably right there in your pocket protector. It's time for that Early Childhood Nerd Podcast. Let's get nerdy. Here's Heather. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of That Early Childhood Nerd. I'm Heather Burnt Santi, and I know you'll be excited, as I am, to know that Katrina Makasayat from Zero to Three is the guest today, co-host. I never know what I change what I call people. Anyway, she's on the podcast with me today. Um, so welcome, Katrina. Thank you, Heather. Happy to be here and joining you again. Yeah, so we are going to talk today um, about supporting families during this during the pandemic. Um, I've, I've gone back and forth as I've planned out podcasts about whether I should do things that are specifically focused on our current situation with the pandemic because I don't feel like I have any expertise to offer or any comfort to offer. Um, so, uh, but I think it's timely and I know listeners will, will benefit. So Katrina suggested that maybe we talk about ways um, to support families and specific uh, resources that Zero to Three has. So, um, so we're going to start with a quote from a resource developed by Zero to Three, and it's called Building Resilience. And the quote is, at the parenting level, Despite the challenges they may be facing, many parents remain deeply committed to parenting, commonly saying things such as, I will do whatever I need to do to take care of my child, even if I cannot do anything else. Um, And that's what I'm hearing a lot from families right now is we're just in survival mode and I just want to make sure my kids get what they need. Right. Um, Go ahead. (laughs) Um, No, I was just going to say like that is, you you put it perfectly when you say it's survival mode. Mm -hmm. And I think with parents, especially parents of young children, they have the expectation that they're they're, uh, flying the plane or manning the ship, they're leading. And with a break in the routine and all the changes you're kind of just holding everything together and being reassuring and actually today i saw on the zero to three social media there's a a prompt that they posted that said um 
I always said I would never do this <laughs> before with my child, but uh-huh. now, you know, it's like a fill in the reality. blank. I think yes. I saw that. Yeah. Um, and I think we are in that space and mm-hmm. a lot of the changes that are happening to is screen time for yes. young children and all the guilt that comes with that as mm-hmm. well. So um, one of the resources that we actually have on the zero to three website is called screen sense that just highlights for parents what it's, what is appropriate, what, is beneficial right now knowing that it's unavoidable they Mm -hmm. they can't go outside they can't run around and play other things have to get done in the house and you can't just entertain and Mm -hmm. play with and stimulate your children especially for parents who are still expected to be doing their jobs while they're at home with their children i think what i've seen and guilt is you talked about about guilt about screen time, but I think again, just overarching, that's that's a theme that mm-hmm. I see in what families are saying, um, and they feel like there's a pressure to educate, right? And um, and I think that's part of why they're another reason that that they're using screens more is they right. feel like they need to keep um, that education going. And I right. um, one of the things that I appreciate most is when during this time is when I'm feeling. Um, like I'm failing because I'm not churning out podcasts or churning mm-hmm. out writing and I've got all this time and I'm not powering through my reading list right. when someone can, when someone just tells me you don't need to, it's okay to not be productive right. during this time. We all right. feel weird. Um, that's so helpful to me. And I think if we can then in turn share that with families and give them that gift of release. Yeah, no, that's so true. And especially with parents because of the responsibilities they hold, not just for caring for children, but the, the work, and, you know, there's this, it's like a, a double message of life has to keep going, but also we're dealing with this humongous event that mm-hmm. kind of stops everything. So mm-hmm. you're in this push and pull and Oftentimes, because we are putting other people first and we're putting our children first, we forget to take care of ourselves. And Mm -hmm. that's, it's not helping anybody. If you're not feeling okay, if you're not feeling overwhelmed, or if you're feeling overwhelmed and you're not feeling like you're in the space to really respond to your child's needs, it's not serving you and it's not serving the child either. So it's, it's being mindful of those moments and not feeling guilty. Again, <laughs> when you take a moment of just, I, I need to sit outside or just have a little bit of time for myself, mm-hmm. don't feel guilty about that because that recharges you to be a more responsive caregiver, to be a right. more responsive um, parent. Yeah. I think that I just saw um, in the last day or so, um, and I hope I'm remembering it right, but is zero to three doing like a mindfulness break every Friday, yes, maybe every Friday, um, 12 o'clock PM, um, Eastern time, <laughs> nine, nine o'clock Pacific. <laughs> um, we are doing a mindfulness break with our mindfulness expert, Maria Gale, and she is just so wonderful at giving techniques, breathing techniques, just moments where you can take notice of what you're feeling and where you are. Um, 
because that really is the first step in being okay and feeling okay is Mm -hmm. recognizing what's not working, what's not feeling okay in the moment. And I like to, so I practice yoga, but I always say I practice yoga for the physical activity of it, not so much the spiritual side of it. (laughs) Um, But I have found that even just sitting and being still and taking breath and just noticing your inhale and your exhales and just noticing if it's too fast, if it's too shallow, that awareness, that slowing down really supports um, that sense of well-being. Because uh-huh. then you can take notice of, oh, I'm, I'm breathing really quickly or I'm kind of holding my breath at the top. Mm-hmm. Like, what, why is that? Why am I feeling anxious or right. what what's giving me anxiety at this moment yeah. um yeah and catch it before your nose gets numb which is yes. my first indicator that anxiety has reached a, right. a level that i need to address as my my face gets a little numb right um, so one thing that i'm learning during this time is that i'm really bad at taking my own advice mm-hmm. um where i w- i am so willing to say to someone who tells me they're tired to tell them that they have the right to go and rest um or that they're overwhelmed by mm-hmm. being with their children all the time well you have the right to take some time for yourself right. and now that i sort of need it more i'm really bad at it and i think cool. probably that's the case for a lot of people we're all nurturers and we're givers right. um whether it's because we're working in childcare or because we're a parent Right. And and we feel then it feels out of character mm-hmm. to go well, the other way. It's part of that self-care that you, if you miss today, you try again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's practice, not perfect. Mm-hmm. Because if, if it was, then it'll be super easy and you wouldn't need these mindful tools or you wouldn't need opportunities <laughs> to kind of slow down. But the days that you're not able to do it, just tell yourself, oh, okay, I missed, I missed today. I'm really, now that I know I didn't make space for it today, I'm going to be much more intentional tomorrow Mm -hmm. about carving those 10 minutes or those 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And in the grand scheme of a 24 hour day, (laughs) a five minute, 10 minute break can mean a world of difference. Mm -hmm but it's insignificant time-wise. Although mm-hmm. I know we're kind of in this groundhog day. Right, there is no time. Of, <laughs> there is no time. The concept of time is kind of um, lost yeah. on people yeah. right now. But when you think about it in that sense of these 10 minutes that I'm going to take will mean a better day, not mm-hmm. just for me, but for everybody that I'm caring yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have, so I have three adults living in my house right now, and it takes all three of us to decide what day it is most days. Like, we have to have a little conference in the living room to figure out where we are in time right, right now. Right, right. Um, so uh, I, mindfulness is is appealing to me and, and to a lot of people, but I know it might not for some others. Are there other right. things, resources that right. Zero to Three has? That- so on the, so Zero to Three was quick to really get resources together. Mm -hmm. Um, When you go to the Zero to Three website, there is a specific page dedicated 
as our COVID-19 response, and it's broken down into roles. So if you're an educator that's still in the classroom serving children of essential workers, there's resources for you. If you're an infant mental health provider, there's resources for you. But um, I know we're focusing on families <laughs> and parents. There's a whole section that is, you know, the first resources are the quick tips for families, just kind of what the change with coronavirus, what you can do, how you can kind of maintain a routine or create a new routine mm -hmm. in the home for your young children. And then we also have the Magic of Everyday Moments video series there. And those videos are uplifting. <laughs> they're very entertaining. You can even watch them with your kids. And they're all set in a home environment to give examples to parents of, hey, how can you do math activities yeah. at home? How can you stimulate um, your children's cognitive development? How can you help them um, with language development, promote, you know, use of words and vocabulary? And then we also have um, materials for parents who are affected not only by the pandemic, but all other, um, you know, crisis that's happening mm -hmm. in their lives, whether it's homelessness or um, kind of socioeconomic barriers. Some people are losing their jobs. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole nother stressor. So there is resources and kind of agencies that you can contact mm -hmm. to help support with those pieces. Yeah, for some people, um, you know, I, before we started recording, I was talking about how tired I was all the time. And I just yeah. felt, you know, because of because of the the anxiety of the time. But for some people, this is just another layer on what was already crisis. Yes. Right. And, and um, we're serving those families, too. It's not just mm -hmm. the people like me who just are, you know, stuck at home and have to right. think a little bit further ahead to buy groceries or whatever my stressor right. is. Um, there's, there's some that this maybe just was another, another event in a chain. Right. And, uh, keeping that in mind, I think is important too. No, definitely. And I mean, just also knowing that we're all kind of in this space together and to help alleviate with that guilt feeling too mm -hmm. is no one is looking at you or judging you or saying you're doing a bad job because we are literally all in this together mm -hmm. and we're all just understanding of the situation. So kind of giving yourself, reminding yourself of that, that this isn't an isolated situation that's just happening to you that should help or that can kind of, yeah. um, it, op it also opens you up for ask to ask for help when you have reached that point where, yeah, I, I just need somebody to call my kids for <laughs> FaceTime with my kids yeah. for 15 minutes so I yeah. can wash my hair or I right. can, you know, I've make been, dinner. Yeah, so we, uh, the preschool that I work in um, actually stopped services on like March 12th, like a while ago. Um, but I've still twice a week been doing what we call community time, which is just our right. singing and talking and stories right. together um, on Zoom, no, on WebEx, we, we mm -hmm. do those. And so not all the kids join, but you know, eight, seven, eight, three to five year olds will come on with me. Right. And at the beginning, 
the parents were there and they were also talking. And now I just see like propped screens and the parents are gone and the kids are running around. And it's, so I, I hope that that's because they're getting some time for themselves yeah. maybe yeah. in that 20 minutes that we're on, uh, that I'm on with their children. And, uh, and it's good for me then too, to be on with the children. So right. no, and every, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just that feeling of connectiveness yeah. too that, um, I was reading an article um, somewhere that one of the things that's uh, an added layer of anxiety to this pandemic is the quarantine and self-isolation that we mm -hmm. all have to practice. And we're, we're social creatures. So yes. that, that adds to this whole idea of, oh my gosh, there's already this invisible virus out there that I don't know am I touching something that has it? But mm -hmm. then you're also self-isolating. And usually people find comfort in being with others and we're not getting that. So opportunities and children are feeling that as mm -hmm. well. They love coming to the program, to look yes. at school, to be with their teachers, to be with their friends and not seeing that or not experiencing that. That's adding to mm -hmm. The change and anxiety they're feeling too. So moments where we can use technology to get, you know, stories and songs. Mm -hmm. that, that's great. Yeah, I did um, just one-on-one -on -one FaceTime calls last week and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And mostly it's just them carrying their phones around their house showing me Aww. things, <laughs> which is nice. But um, somebody I was talking to the other day just on the topic of our social isolation right. said something like, um, I heard people walking outside my house the other day and I ran to the window and I was so excited and now I understand <laughs> dogs. <laughs> no, that's so true. Whenever we hear people walking their dogs or, yeah. um, or even when I walk the dog in the morning, I'm just, I'm, I'm the neighbor that's frantically waving at everybody. Cause it's like, Hey, person, person, person. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And I never, I, I mean, I'm sort of a, an extroverted introvert or an introvert. I'm, I'm a combination. So yeah. I, um, I'm, I think that I want to be alone, but I eventually I need to get out there right. and, and then I need to go back and recharge a little bit. So I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit, but um, you know, I think too, I hope I didn't say this already. And if I did just ignore me, everyone. <laughs> um, but I think all the things that we've said about families, um, taking time and, and doing what they need to recharge themselves. And even if it's just 10 minutes of their, on that all applies to the caregivers too. Right. No, um, it does. So we're talking about ways you can support those families, but I know that a lot of you are feeling pressure to support your families. And so even us offering these, these tips and directions and advice or whatever resources could be adding on to that feeling of, of pressure. So take some time for yourself too, and don't right. feel guilty about it. Right. No. And if you, you know, if you go to our website and view the resources, that's yeah. great. If, even if you just kind of keep it in your back pocket and when you do have time, it's, it's all okay. Mm -hmm. We're, we're all kind of just doing our best and that is, it's, it's really okay. Yeah. And we'll come out of it eventually. Yes. We <laughs> eventually. Eventually. It's, it's just a, I have to keep, I keep saying it. It's such a weird time to be alive. I just, 
It is. It is. <laughs> and I hope that we come out of it having learned how much we all love each other, <laughs> how much we remembering how much we all missed each other mm-hmm. and remembering how that connection, how it felt to have that connection disrupted. Right. right. No. And, and just the funny, you know, thing that I saw online, I, I'm like you, like I train and I do kind of professional development mm-hmm. for a living, but yeah. the way that I recharge is really some alone time. That's mm-hmm. how I gain my energy back. And, and I do travel for work. And sometimes when friends invite me to go out, I'm usually the first one to say no, because I'm recharging. I say and yes, I, but then I cancel at the last yeah. minute. <laughs> I'm getting better at not doing that. I'm, I'm kind of getting better at just saying, I know I'm not uh-huh. yeah. going to be up for it. But I saw this um, Twitter post that somebody said, the next time a friend invites, after all of this, the next time a friend <laughs> invites me and the party's at nine o'clock, I'll be there at seven to help you set up. Like, I'm not saying no anymore. Yeah. And that kind of... Gave me maybe, a little chuckle. Maybe some some moderate middle point. Maybe right. we, we don't have to expect to be completely changed, but we can have a new appreciation for that, right. that connection. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I think um, I think that was great. <laughs> I just sorry, I'm distracted because I just heard my son yelling in the living room. So I don't know what's going on or if you all are hearing that too, but it's not an emergency, I'm sure. They're probably just watching some weird TV show together. Um, so thank you, Katrina, for your time you. and your wisdom and your resources. Um, and thanks to everybody for listening to another episode. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Thank Bye, you. everybody. And that's the show. Now go get your nerd on. has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.